You're listening to Audio Divina, reflecting on the Sunday Gospel with Father Francis J. Maloney. In this episode, we look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verses 27 to 38, where the radical nature of Jesus' preaching in his blessings and woes continues. He instructs us on how we are to live the radical nature of God's new order. We begin with the reading of the text from Romina. But I say this to you who are listening. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who treat you badly. To anyone who slaps you on one cheek, present the other cheek as well. To anyone who takes your cloak from you, do not refuse your tunic. Give to everyone who asks you, and do not ask for your property back from someone who takes it. Treat others as you would like people to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit can you expect? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit can you expect? For even sinners do that much. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to get money back, what credit can you expect? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. Instead, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend without any hope of return. You will have a great reward, and you will be children of the Most High, for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be compassionate just as your Father is compassionate. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and there will be gifts for you, a full measure, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing will be poured into your lap because the standard you use will be the standard used for you. We will now hear a reflection on the text from Father Maloney. Last Sunday, we began our reflections on the sermon that Jesus gives to his disciples and to all the people who come to him, not only Jews, but people from all parts, in order to hear his word and to be cured of their ailments. It began a long sermon, which we call in Luke's Gospel, the Sermon on the Plain. What's in it is also found in Matthew's Sermon on the Mount. But Luke is much briefer, and he goes very immediately to the core of the question that Jesus wants to address. And we saw last week this radical nature of the new order that Jesus wanted to establish. A new order that was marked by a kingdom where the poor, the hungry, and the hated are welcome because they are not defending the status quo, the establishment. And Jesus promised that woes would fall upon the rich and upon those who have had their fill, those who laugh, those about whom good things are said, 
and he pointed out that these people have their fill now. This is finite. It will come to an end when God's kingdom determines our lives, who we are and how we relate to one another. That was very radical. This Sunday, the seventh Sunday of the year, continuing immediately from the passage that we read last week, develops the question of how we are to live in this new order. There are some more practical details, but they are just as radical as what we heard last week. Here, as in last week's text, we are told to love our enemies, do good to those who hate us, bless those who curse us, pray for those who treat us badly. And the list goes on. This is not the way the world works. We've heard these things so often. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate us, bless those who curse us. We've heard these things so often that we don't take these commands from Jesus seriously. Underneath all of these commands, these world-questioning commands on how one is to live the gospel of Jesus, how one is to be a part of God's reigning presence on earth, and not the finite kingdoms that are established by men and women, we find the command to love. Underneath everything is the command to love. We reverse the way people relate to one another because we have been summoned by a God who is love and a God who loves so much to reflect the quality of his relationship with us in our relationships with others. As Jesus insists in our gospel today, you will be sons of the Most High if you behave like this, for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. As God is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked, we are called to be kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. And there's a further element in this. We know that God is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked because we ourselves have had our moments of ungratefulness and wickedness. And yet here we are, listening to God's word, reflecting upon it, asking God to challenge us day in and day out as he comes to us in his word and in his kingdom. We know that God is kind. And because that is the case, our Christian lives should be a continual attempt to transcend the absolute values of our society. Our society puts me first. Our society puts possessions, self-development, financial success first. These are good things, but they should not be the all-determining factors in our lives. Of course, a true Christian tries to improve his or her life, looked after his or her family, but a true Christian necessarily will not accept the established order as the ultimate measure of who we are and how we should behave. For this reason, 
we will always be regarded as foolish by those who determine that order. Nowhere is this clearer than in the steady, continual attack on the Christian way of life that we Australian Catholics must live in our current society. Because that is the case, behind our Christian lives, there must be a robust and sensitive quality of love that doesn't play upon the feelings or exploit the experience of others. Love is not something that's merely affectionate. That too can generate a world of our own where we dominate. The word that is used by Jesus himself is a word that is very significant for Luke's gospel. And the word is compassion. Be compassionate as your father is compassionate. The word compassion is made up of two words in Latin, which mean to suffer with. Join your life with the lives of others. Share their experiences. We do not dominate. We share. We journey together. Nowadays, in the church of Pope Francis, we hear a lot of use of the word synod, synodal. It's a beautiful Greek word which means we're going together on the one path, a path determined by a God who is kind to the wicked, as we ourselves know. There is a danger in today's world that a love which turns the other cheek and cares for those who hate and curse us could be judged as too passive. We just lie down and take it allow ourselves to be beaten into submission. Such is not the case with Christian love, which, as I said earlier, is honest, robust and compassionate. We must come to understand that the people who hate us may well be in great need. It is those who have no connection to God and to the reigning presence of God in our world, that may often have broken and divided hearts. These broken and divided hearts may also be reflected in broken and divided lives. The sorts of dramatic social consequences that we see all around us in contemporary society. We are not to judge that situation. We show compassion for all of this situation. We suffer with. We journey with. We are on the same path, never judging or condemning, but always pardoning. Again, to quote those famous words from Pope Francis, who am I to judge? If you think about that, Christian love is not the line of least resistance. Christian love is not a question of lying down and being beaten. It is certainly a place where we will often merit scorn and insult. 
but it is the only way to break the spiral of violence which crushes contemporary families, parishes, societies, and the whole world. Violence is found on every page of our newspapers. Violence will not be overcome by meeting it with violence. Christianity brings a message of compassion and love and asks us to have the courage within our own small world to step outside the violence that surrounds us, to question it and to show people that there is another way. We now recommend 10 to 15 minutes of personal reflection on what you've just heard. Please pause the track now and press play when you're ready to return. We conclude with a reading of the text from Tristan. But I say this to you who are listening. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who treat you badly. To anyone who slaps you on one cheek, present the other cheek as well. To anyone who takes your cloak from you, do not refuse your tunic. Give to everyone who asks you, and do not ask for your property back from someone who takes it. Treat others as you would like people to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit can you expect? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit can you expect? For even sinners do that much. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to get money back, what credit can you expect? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. Instead, love your enemies and do good to them and lend without any hope of return. You will have a great reward and you will be children of the Most High for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be compassionate just as your Father is compassionate. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and there will be gifts for you, a full measure, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap, because the standard you use will be the standard used for you. Thanks for listening to Audio Divina. Special thanks to our readers for the episode, Romina Martiniello and Tristan O'Brien. If you would like to volunteer to be a reader, please contact us at audiodivina at salesians.org.au.